self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are Conversation Con Artists back for another episode. Big ups to all my haters. Rest in peace, Shadilo. <laughs> That's the only peace. fucking thing I could remember. I know he had another popular thing, but I can't remember it for the life I of me. I don't. I have no idea. So that's it. That's all I have. Okay, I want to let y'all know about the website www.conversationconartist.com where you can go check out our episodes, current and old, as well as the articles to all of the stories that we talk about for the um, for the current episode. You can also leave us some feedback on the left side of that web page. It's a mail envelope icon. Hover over that and give you the option to send us some feedback or subscribe to our newsletter. You can find me at Twitter at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the air, you can send it in through the website or you can send it through our Gmail account, which is conversationcarnartist at gmail.com. And today, instead of answering a question, we got a question for y'all. <laughs> Um, we're actually coming up on our one year anniversary, which is fucking ridiculous because I cannot believe that we've been doing this for like a year at this point. Um, and we were wanting to do a live show, live meaning, um, either through Facebook or YouTube, um, where you could like interact with us while we were doing the show as opposed to having to send something in. And we were wondering when would be a good time for the majority of you obviously we cannot uh take into account every single person's um schedule but we would like to like make it to where as many of you could listen in live as possible um so you can either send that in through the so many facebook through the website through gmail account whatever the case may be um just like what day and days and times you know you would be available to watch the live show the show will still be available on tuesday the same way that it always is um this would just be in a, a chance for y'all to kind of interact with us as we're doing the show as opposed to listening to it and then saying shit about it after the fact um so yeah so just hit us up and let us know you know and which you would prefer either youtube or facebook live I, well we could do either one i don't know which one would be like better we could do both. We could do both. Um, that's going to be weird. I guess we'll each Well, have you to... have to use your phone and I have to use my yeah. phone. <laughs> That'll be interesting. Yeah, we could do both. So yeah. just let us know. Obviously, keep in mind that we both work and most of y'all work too. So we're looking at probably like a weekend day um, where we would be able to, to fit it in. So yeah, just let us know what your thoughts are about that. And this is episode, what is this, 49? Mm-hmm. So it's coming up with it, you know, in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That be it. So, yeah, either through the website, through our Facebook page. If you haven't liked it, why not? Um, and also through the uh, Gmail account, which is conversationcarnotis at gmail.com. So, yeah. All right. Um, I just want to quickly say that CNN ain't shit. Um, and I say that because... They felt Brad and Angelina Jolie breaking up was more newsworthy than these horrific shootings that have been happening um, for the past week. Uh, I don't know why everybody is so fucking heartbroken or like 
so invested in these people's marriage breaking up. I was surprised because they seemed happy, but I really don't give a fuck, honestly. I do think it's hilarious that, like, the Jennifer Aniston memes, y'all petty as fuck for that. Just in my head, <laughs> I just really wanted their relationship to be Mr. and Mrs. Smith-like. <laughs> I just imagined that that was their relationship. Not before the book, you know, after. <laughs> after everything got settled. That then, you know, after they found out that each other was spies. Yeah. <laughs> I would like, I would like to believe that's been their relationship. Yeah, apparently It turns not. out he been beating on the kids. So she says. Um, I don't know. I, I, Angelina Jolie has always been a very strange ass person to me. Just from her. Brad Pitt's been the most normal marriage choice she's made. I mean, she was married to fucking Billy Bob Thornton. Who marries Billy Bob? They're like, she, she married Sling Blade. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> she had a makeout session with, with her brother. With her brother. She was wearing a vial of, of, of Billy Bob's blood around her neck when they were together. Like, she was just a weird ass fucking person. So, Brad Pitt was like a normal choice. Ain't they kids black? They have a Ethiopian daughter. And then they have, don't make me lie, some kind of Asian because I don't want to be insensitive. They have two boys. Cambodia? think they're from one's from cambodia and one is from somewhere else and then they have the three that they have together they had the set of twins and then they have the girl that identifies as a boy and dresses like a boy shallow is it shallow shannon whatever no idea anyhow they have like six kids that and she doesn't want him to like have joint i don't think she wants to do joint custody because she's saying he was abusive and it's actually ugly i thought it was going to be like smooth sailing um, but it's pretty ugly. This, you know, when he broke up with Jennifer Anderson, that was one no, no mud slinging in the press type shit. Y'all fucking wrong for dragging Jennifer Anderson. Jennifer Anderson, this happened. They've been she together. She made some comments. Did she? Mm-hmm. Oh, she shit. said something about karma. <laughs> Did she say that or was that one of no, the memes? No, she she said it. She made a comment because I ain't seen none of memes. What the fuck? But I saw the report of her comment. Why? Jennifer, you didn't marry somebody else. This was ten years ago. Why is you still upset about it? Like I wouldn't because even Because she's salty and crazy. <laughs> Just her and Taylor. At the point that you gone from man to man to man to man. Yeah. You are the variable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I know what that is, but it just might be picky. I always felt with her and Brad, with Jennifer Anderson and Brad Pitt, I felt like it was more because cause she still don't have no kids. He obviously loves children. And I always felt like that had something. Now, I'm sure it didn't have all to do with it. I felt like that had something to do with it because as soon as he fucking got with Angelina, he adopted them kids, and then they started having kids together. Like, as soon as he got with her. Whereas he was married to uh jennifer for however long they were together and she i think she just doesn't want kids and i think that that seems like it was an issue but everybody talking about he cheated on angelina with whoever the fuck his new they got some new war movie mary yeah, cotillard I, saw, I think i saw her little she married release. with kids too i, I don't know they that ain't that's, never nobody. that's true but i just eh, i don't know that that's but that's that knows. i think that's that hollywood paranoia because Imagine what Angelina and Brad was doing on the set of Mrs. and Miss Smith while they were both in relationships. <laughs> That's true. It's like, what you be doing with these bitches on set? <laughs> I know, I know what you're capable of. Yeah. Type situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is true, but it, it's just been real messy. But I think it's sad that people care more about that. Cause like the people who were all on Collins 
balls about him, you know, taking a knee and and, and not sitting uh, or not standing for the fucking um not push national <laughs> anthem national anthem y'all more concerned about angelina and brad than y'all are about these shootings that have happened and they've been quiet as fuck about these shootings and i think that that is very sad and i think that's also what the fuck his point was in the first place like y'all were real butthurt about this whole national anthem shit but ain't nobody said a goddamn thing about these shootings not the folks that were saying shit previous nobody said anything which is sad. So I guess that will take us into, I hate to talk about these shootings. I know we need to. I just, I'm so tired of having to talk about hashtag names. It's just sad. Becoming more and more desensitized. Yeah. I don't watch the videos. I will not watch the videos anymore because one, I feel like we don't see videos like this when white people get shot and it's not splayed all over the fucking news. Like I just, think it's disrespectful to them to 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 just show their deaths over i wouldn't i i hope when i die it ain't televised i think we need to see the videos and if you choose not to see them that's fine but i think we need to have access to the videos because what we're seeing is that these police officers are saying hey this is what happened and I mean, if none of us watched it all we will have is the police officer's account and the same system that's trying to keep them from being held accountable for those things. But even with the videos, they're still not being held accountable. They still... Well, I think that's an issue. I think that's that's what goes into Terrence Crutcher mm-hmm. because their account is different. They Their first account was that he was being erratic and he started to reach into his car. Why the fucking window When he had up. his hands up, was moving like a damn sloth and, and the, the window, window was rolled up. up. You know what I'm saying? Reaching into a car with the windows are But we need to see that. <laughs> we need to be able to say, hey, we need to show the discrepancy between the truth and the lies and how the system responds to it when everybody can see the lie. Fuck that uh that the cop in the fucking helicopter that looks like a bad dude. You up in the air. So what is it about him that made you feel like, oh, he's a bad dude? Other than the fact that he was a black dude who looked like maybe was tall, big, like hell, I'm built like that nigga, like from above the skies. So I, I look like a bad, bad dude. dude. <laughs> like it wasn't his arms was up. Yeah, it could have been his actions. He was moving very slowly. The only thing you could see from that helicopter that was he was a black dude that was big. You know, he could have said he's a big dude, but he said he's a bad, bad dude. dude. He looks like a bad dude, and he had no understanding of the behaviors. To say that bad is something that he could have used, but he and did. did. He say he looks like he's on something again, motherfucker. You is up in the air in a helicopter. He looked like he on something. Please do tell what characteristics of his behavior that you can see from way up there makes you feel like he's on something. The fuck, like that whole account, like just the 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 what the per- the cop in the uh, helicopter was saying was just rude as fuck. Okay, okay, okay. So for those of you <laughs> I don't who, know how you could have missed this. <laughs> for those of you who may be in another country or uh, okay. may not know what's going on. I keep forgetting we have people that yeah. don't live in the US. <laughs> hey guys. There, there are some shootings that have gone on. Now, everybody knows Black Lives Matter, uh, police brutality, all of these things have been major topics of discussions for the last two years. Well, we've had three shootings within the last might have been two weeks now of uh, Terrence Crutcher of Keith Lamont Scott and of Tyree King 
Now, the first one we're going to talk about is Terrence Crutcher. This happened in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma being the home of Black Wall Street. If you don't know what that is, just look it up. But he basically, his car broke down on the road. In the middle of the road. A police officer that was on her way to another call found his car and him apparently asking for help or reportedly asking for help. And somehow that turned into him being shot shortly after she got there. Now, her report was, hey, he was acting all sporadic. He was moving all quick and fast. And it looked like he was on something. And then he went to go reach inside of his window. But it turns out, once we saw the video, he had his hands up the entire time, was moving very slowly, and the window was up. And the way we know the window was up was because his blood was on the window after he had got shot. And so it's showing the inconsistencies in her story. And a part of it highlights a lot of how police officers try to protect themselves after these things happen. But it's no longer an option because there are dash cams, there are body cams, there are all of these different helicopter views. These are all there are all of these different views to show, but this is what happened. And the whirlwind after that that comes in the news and with people ends up being the fuckery. So Cause she has been charged with first degree manslaughter, which is a problem because the punishment for that is not enough for what she did. I but think proving murder one or murder two won't be possible. That's how Darren Wilson got off. Cause murder one, you got it has to be proven that it was premeditated. Um, for murder two, you have to prove that it was intended, in which it might not have been intended. As in, I got out the police car and I knew I was going to shoot this dude. It might not have been intended. But either way, those things are very hard to prove. Yeah. Manslaughter. Because they were saying Darren Wilson probably would have got some time if they would have had a window. Manslaughter, manslaughter instead, of murder. instead of murder. So, manslaughter is the appropriate thing to charge to get some time. But it's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. And she has a history of aggressive behavior. She has had complaints. And she looked fucking crazy. Like, she just looked like somebody who doesn't sleep well and who just always... She looked like she would be trigger happy. Like, she just looks like a crazy bitch. She just does. And, you know, I just feel it's important for me to say, you know, I mean, I have family in law enforcement. I do, too. The uh, police is... It's a it's a commendable job when you're doing it right. You know, I appreciate police officers for the job they do because it means I ain't got to fucking do it. Yeah. Same thing for the military. Thank y'all for doing that shit because I ain't doing that shit when you do it right. If you do it wrong, I have a problem problem with it. But that's... And I I don't know why people feel like these professions are above it because with any other profession, when you're doing it wrong, it's a problem. And there is some kind of repercussion for that. But it's like police... or People feel like police officers should be above that. No! You should be held to a higher standard of that because of what the nature of your job is and what your abuse of power looks like as opposed to somebody... I mean, it's bad enough when these, you know, bank CEOs are, are, you know, fueling their private jets with shit that they shouldn't. And that's bad enough. But this, you're taking people's lives. You should be held to a higher standard and you should be punished when you do the shit wrong. Like, that's just what it is. I have an uncle that's a a police detective. My cousin is a magistrate. We, my mom's side of the family is very heavily involved within law enforcement. But if any of them was out here doing fuck shit, you better believe that I would call them on their shit. 
it doesn't matter. Like I, I don't understand why people think that they're above punishment for the shit, the fuck shit that they do. Don't do fuck shit. It's just, it's just a system that tries to protect itself, and it's just crazy to me because people are saying that being a police officer is a hard job. You know, y'all don't understand how you don't have that much time. You only got a few seconds to make that decision. Well, that's what makes the job hard. Yeah, it's not supposed to be easy, but you're also not supposed to kill people. That there are other ways to handle them situations. You and know? if you're a person that cannot deal with the pressure that that job entails, you should be doing something fucking else. Because the thing about it is, this isn't back when motherfuckers was getting drafted into the, the military and made to do this. This is a job that was chosen by these people. And they decided that they, didn't, that they wanted to do that, knowing what comes along with that job. We out here acting like they was forced to be out here that it's so difficult. That is something that comes along with accepting that position. Going to the academy and doing everything that you have to do to secure this job. You're also saying that you're going to do what the fuck it is. that you, When you get sworn in, that's supposed to mean something. It isn't supposed to just be some shit that you do just to get on the other side of that badge. You know, it's just, I, I don't know why people act like these folks are made to do this that's a choice that you make and that comes along with certain risks it comes along with certain pressures it is a difficult job so this shooting brings up a really really weird situation because she's a woman and most of the white police officers that have been you know, in these shootings, like Darren Wilson, like Darren Wilson, like all these other, they are they're men, and so we have a situation now where we're about to find out the allegiances within this system, because what I feel like will happen is if if the woman Betty some Betty what um, Betty Wright Betty it, Betty Wright is the woman who wrote Woman to Woman. <laughs> Not Betty Wright. <laughs> Betty White Woman. Okay. We're going to call her Betty White Woman for now. If Betty White Woman gets convicted, it's going to show us that maybe she is a sacrificial lamb for the system because the system is made to protect white men. Yeah. I mean, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, at the end of the day, she deserves to be punished, though. She does deserve to be punished, but if she does get punished, it's not going to show that the system is. Oh, no. changing for no. everybody no it's mm -mm. potential that this woman can because not only that i'm not saying that the system is going to do that on purpose but as black people deal with oppression women deal with oppression as well yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's a different type of oppression but it might not help her the same way that it has helped these men yeah you this, know what i'm saying this was the same argument that was made or that i saw being made uh, about Corey Gaines when she got killed was was that there wasn't the same outcry as when these black men have lost their lives like that there's a different the situations are treated differently when women are involved i mean i think it's hard though because everything has a different context yeah you know, and I feel like the Corey Gaines situation was a different situation than all the rest of these. It was been. different because she sat in there with a shotgun with and was writing child. letters and implicating that she was gonna shoot somebody ass. Like that's different. Yeah. So 
I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm just saying it's very hard to gauge. Yeah. And if you choose one side or the other, you're really kind of being biased. The same way I was in a Facebook dialogue with somebody and she said a whole bunch of stuff and said Team Betty. Without much context behind it, without knowing the facts, she was like Team Betty. So you're willing to put your reputation on the line for supporting somebody that you don't know might have done wrong. You know, that's where we get into that bias, that racial bias. And and realistically, it's making me feel ridiculously like police just matter more than us to, to that system. Police matters more than all civilians, but of all the civilians, black people mean less than white civilians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Black people probably mean less than Asian civilians. Like, I think we're the, at the bottom. Yeah, we're at the bottom of the totem mind. pole. Yeah. It's like rungs of how important you are in that system and how you will be treated and how different you will be treated and what they expect of you. Yeah. You know, and the problem that it's causing is like, it's creating a dynamic to where it's creating more and more and more distance between the police and black people Mm -hmm. to where it's becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy. The prophecy being fulfilled is that police officers believe that black people are more aggressive. And so, in turn, they act more aggressively towards black people and hence making their predispositions true because black people do act more aggressively, but because they're being acted aggressively upon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what's happening. That's the dynamic that's happening. It's just very sad. This was a a difficult week. It was just like, it it seems like it goes in cycles because it rarely does it happen where it's like one. It's like a couple that happen at a time. Because then you also had the one in North Charlotte. Was it Charlotte? It's Charlotte, yeah. And now they have all the riots and shit, which... And the thing is, the difference between rioting and not rioting could potentially be the video being released and being transparent. Because there were no riots in Tulsa. No, it wasn't. I don't know the black population in Tulsa. Yeah. But... (laughs) But there was riots in North Carolina, but yeah. they also said we ain't releasing these videos because we don't want it to hinder this situation and we don't want it to make matters worse. Like, you got people tearing up your city. What the hell else you think going to happen? What's worse than that? Are they going to pull rocket launchers out and start going at the Capitol? I don't know what you think is supposed to happen after that. You know, but the different ways that these systems handle it, I mean, it's just it's just too many variables. It varies from department to department, from city to city, laws to laws. Can we talk about Isaiah Washington? So, (laughs) I know y'all done heard this before, or y'all done got this text message where it be like, hey, if we want to see a difference, we got to hit white people in their pockets. That's how they going to notice the power of the dollar is what's going to make them see us as valuable. So, for me, the implication in that is that we ain't valued because we don't offer no money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or we offer, but we offer a lot of money. We do. To me, that ain't going to change shit. But mm-hmm. Isaiah Washington, which is an actor, he was on Grey's Anatomy, got kicked off of the show for making homosexual yeah. implications, yeah. you know, negatively. Mm-hmm. And he was like, listen, September 26th. Everybody stop going to get gas, don't go shopping, don't go to work, don't go to school, don't go anywhere. That's how we're going to change the system. Sir, you are rich as fuck. <laughs> you have the, the, uh, the autonomy to fucking do that shit. I don't go to work and don't call in and my black ass is not going to have a job. 
and Isaiah Washington is not gonna come pay these bills. Exactly. So like, it's so easy for you in your position to say that shit because you wouldn't be negatively impacted by not doing that. You would be fine. You would be okay. But the rest of us on the bottom of the toe <laughs> down here, that would have a whole lot of negative implications. And where do you work? Do <laughs> Are you just on set right now? And you're a celebrity, so you can miss being on set one day. Maybe get a yeah, fine. Probably in between fucking job. Probably ain't even on set nowhere right now. <sighs> I'm just saying. One, I don't think the level of financial contributions that we give to white America is enough without causing ourselves a significant amount of harm. Listen, if black people got to lose their damn jobs and their livelihood in order to show white people we worth something, it's not worth doing that. It, it's and not. it's not going to work. It just it's just not gonna work. That ain't the move to make. But it's easy for you to say that when you're in a position to do that. You know what? And I run my own business. I can take a day off. It ain't gonna help it ain't gonna hurt nobody but me. And because I'm a therapist, it's gonna hurt my clients. Yeah. Now the kids I work with, they not gonna see me when they expect to. Everybody can't participate in that. Some people at gas tank on E right now. And they gotta go. So if they don't get gas when they get up in the morning on the twenty sixth, then it's a problem. And if you say don't go get gas, don't shop on the twenty sixth. It's just gonna fill up on the twenty fifth. It's gonna be a surge of people going to get gas on the twenty fifth. So it's not gonna help. No. If we want to change the financial contributions we give to white America, we need to create viable alternatives. What we need to do is we need to create a store that black people can shop at. You know they have Asian markets. That's where we went to go get the fucking shit from. That exactly. Video. We can create a store called. Well, we can't call it black market because no. <laughs> that's don't gonna be like that. illegal shit going on. <laughs> We're gonna have to call it a uh, Negro market or something. I don't know. Not Negro market. I don't know. It'll keep white people away. <laughs> It'll be like white people repelling for the place. They're gonna be like, mm, we're not going to that Negro place. <laughs> but then again, I guess a lot more people will start using the word Negro. And it would just. It's like your white friends will just start. They'll ask you about that store just so they can say Negro to you. Have you been to that new Negro market? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I think even they still like around certain it'd be like on Atlanta when he was retelling that story <laughs> around certain people they still wouldn't even say it like that you know that new store down on exactly city, you know you know the one where they still you know you know what I'm talking <laughs> the about one man. for the black people <laughs> what would they even what would we have in a in a Negro market that would make it exclusively for us I don't want to be stereotypical I'm gonna be stereotypical cause there's definitely gonna be some pickled pig feet in there ew there's gonna be some boiled peanuts pickled eggs pickled like, eggs it's gonna be like that uh, I think everybody well maybe not you millennials but like I feel like everybody else had that person in their neighborhood that had that, that had the they little did. store so like the pickle the same shit she had in her store pickled <laughs> eggs pickled pig feet the hot pickles Jolly Ranchers in a bowl Jolly Ranchers yeah, chicken. Of course, we gotta have chicken. We gotta have chi every part of the animal. Yeah, just for old folks, not for me, but for Hell old folks. No, because my pig ears, pig tails. I used to pig hate coming home. We from the country. I'm country. I am. My roots are country as fuck. And I used to hate coming home from school hungry than a motherfucker and walking the house and my mama then made pig ears. Don't nobody fucking eat that shit, but you. That's selfish. I couldn't say that because she did knock me out. But that's what I was thinking in my head. Like, don't nobody fucking eat no pig ears. What is you doing? We don't want this. 
Now, that's disgusting. It has cartilage. Have you ever seen one of them shits? I've seen it. It's disgusting. I don't even know. Like, I feel like that was some shit we did when we had to. I don't know why you would still fucking choose to do that now. Like, I'm not finna eat no pig ears. I ain't finna eat no pig ears. I'm not finna eat no pig tails. I'm not finna eat no random ass pieces of. No, I'm just not gonna do it. But my mama used to make that shit all the time. My cousin said in the country, you know, his daddy used to slaughter slaughter cows and stuff and he said that he used to take the intestines of the cow and blow it up like a balloon <laughs> my husband, my grandmother used to do that shit that, what the fuck kind of uh, intestine balloon Look like it's like they took the sociopath from the community <laughs> and made them the butcher like I love cutting up animals hey kids want to see this intestine get blown up <laughs> here here you go with a string on it <laughs> that shit is disgusting like you got to be you got to have a hint of I don't give a damn about life. I mean, my grandma used to ring chickens' neck, like grab them and ring them around <laughs> till she broke their neck. That's the scene, cruel as fuck. <laughs> like, like I know that the animals die. I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan. I eat meat. I know that that's what has to happen. I don't have to see that shit though. <laughs> and just the image of my sweet grandmother grabbing a chicken by the neck and just ringing it till the fucking neck broke. Just that's and that's what I don't get because <laughs> people like. What's the most humane way to kill something? Like that seemed like an oxymoron to me. <laughs> what do you need to lay it on the bed and then rub his head real quickly and it's then just be okay. yeah, it's like quick. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. But the Negro market would have. We need <laughs> listen. We need. I'm sorry. We need viable alternatives. <laughs> yeah, you to go back to other Negro ways market. of existing in America. Yeah. If we are to stop shopping at Target and stop shopping at Walmart and stop. We just need alternate ways to do it, you know? And that's going to be systemic. Like, that's going to be something that's going to have to happen over a period of time. This ain't going to be no shit we're going to be able to just wake up tomorrow and be doing. Like, that's something that over time we will be able to build and do. But it ain't nothing like we going to be able to do, like, not going to work in the morning. Don't y'all fucking do that shit. I'm telling you. Don't don't not go to work in the morning. On the 26th, y'all go to work, man. Please go to work. Is that tomorrow? I think it is tomorrow. Yeah, don't go to work. So by the time y'all see this shit, it'll be the day after. <laughs> well, I hope your ass went to work I yesterday. Hope you went to work yesterday because. And either way, you are gonna go to work the day after that. Yeah. Like it don't change nothing. How you gonna fucking explain that absence? Why you didn't call in? I was doing my black protest thing. I'm sorry I couldn't come in yesterday. Like what the fuck? Because even if you sick, you call in. So like what? It just don't do that. Please don't do that, y'all. Just go to work. I hope everybody went to work. I know I'm gonna go to fucking work because Isaiah Washington is not gonna come pay this light bill. He is not gonna come buy these eggs so Kingston can have his fucking food. He's not gonna do any of that when I get fired and don't have no income. So the fuck? Okay. Fuck out of here. So the next shooting is Keith Lamont Scott. Now this is the one that happened in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And this is where all the riots and protests and everything as the news sees it is going on. Because Mm -hmm. my sister lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and she is daily posting pictures of none of that going on. And she's saying that the way that the media is portraying it is just not happening like that. Mm -hmm. You know, the media is isolating these specific areas and specific spots where this happens because they're going around and looking for it. Not saying that's not happening and not saying that at night you don't want to be outside Oh, you you can be outside in Charlotte. You clearly gonna want to protect yourself and be somewhere where you can guarantee your safety. Mm-hmm. But 
what happened in, in Charlotte is a man was reportedly in his truck reading a book. The police officers were on their way to hand a warrant to somebody else, came across him. It's the second time that these folks didn't have shit to do with what the police was there for. Yeah, I mean, nothing. <sighs> and end up in him dead i don't even know what happened like i saw the video it's a video one that his wife took yeah and that's super sad it was I real mean, sad she is saying like she's telling him keith don't do it. i don't know if she i think they so, told him to get out of the car and maybe she was telling him don't get out of the car yeah Stay inside don't do it keith and then she said y'all better not shoot him y'all better not shoot him you hit a gun go off and then she said he better not be dead like it's just really sad and i don't it escalate like you could hear her. I didn't hear them at all. Like I didn't hear him saying nothing. I couldn't hear Keith saying anything. I couldn't really hear the police officers in the background of that particular video. It's just her. And seeing the video, his movements don't seem to justify what they did. They don't. I mean, if a man wanted to kill some police officers, there's plenty of ways he can go about that apart from being approached by police officers in his car. Like if you thought he was just gonna want to kill you, it's other ways he could have done that. Like people who are just minding their damn business gonna keep minding their business. Yeah. Until you provoke them, and I think that's in that situation what the police officers did, because it turns into a situation where it's like, so resisting arrest is bullshit in a <laughs> lot of instances. Okay. So if a police officer comes up to me when I'm minding my damn business and be like, "Hey, come back here behind me." Come here with me behind this building out of plain sight as I turn off my body cam. And I know I shouldn't do that shit. If I say no, he gonna say I'm resisting arrest. But you wasn't trying to arrest me. Exactly. <laughs> you were just telling me to do some shit that's stupid. And you didn't even have the legal authority to do so. So resisting arrest is just used as smoking mirrors to this is why you in trouble. Yeah. Because resisting arrest should never be the only reason that you ever get arrested. Because the Fourth Amendment dictates that they have to have a reason, a for, reason <laughs> for an arrest. And they're supposed to be able to tell me what that reason is. And, you know, the police officers get so up in arms when I ask, when people ask them, what am I being arrested for? What am I being detained for? Why do you want me to do this? But you have to have a reason. And I think that it gets escalated to a point where other police officers come in and they just assume you're doing bad. They assume the worst of you. And it seems like that's that's been the case with these situations. Because... With Terrence Crutcher, she was there by herself. Betty White woman was there by herself. And then when they pulled up, when the other officers pulled up, one of them tased her first. Yeah. And then she shot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Which even more goes to beg the question, why would you then need to use deadly force with somebody who has just been tased? Well, have you ever heard a taser being released? Mm-hmm. It's just a little pop. It wouldn't yeah. surprise me if it startled her and she shot. But that plays into not being responsibly, uh, well, not responsibly handling your weapon or not being responsibly trained. Like trigger happy, like she don't sleep, like she looks tired. <laughs> so with the uh, Keith Lamont Scott situation, I think it was a situation where other officers came in and escalated the situation as well with it because one officer was trying to handle it, and then others came in and it turned into a situation. And so there's another case that happened. Y'all have to look this up. I don't know the name of anybody in it, but it's a police officer 
that a man was trying to commit suicide by cop and that one officer said that I'm not going to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because he kept yelling, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me, shoot me. Just shoot me, just shoot me, just shoot me. And two other officers came up on the scene and they shot him immediately. And the one who wasn't shooting got fired oh, yeah, for putting the that. other two officers' lives in danger. What? Nah, that's what I I'm saying. Yeah, Hell, I, I don't I know. I don't know what's going on, but I know that happens. I know that there are other cops that show up and act on what they're seeing and not the context of what the original officer that was there is trying to accomplish. How the fuck you just roll up and shoot just guns drawn and just, what? You don't have to assess the situation. You just 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 roll up blasting like a fucking drive by. Like, <sighs> yeah, I did see that. I didn't read it, but I did. I because I, it's been trending a lot. I don't remember his name, but I remember seeing that story. So I think that just emphasizes that there is not enough unison in in the police forces. There is not. I mean, when we watch movies and TV shows, we get a very, very structured view of what it's supposed to look like. like. We that. get a, you know, who is the commanding officer? And then you <laughs> go over to the commanding officer and he making all the decisions and telling these people what to do. But you know what? It ain't never somebody like that on there. It's somebody who's been on the force for three years that got their gun drawn and they don't really have the experience sometimes to know what's going on, you know? I mean, I'm like, I, I don't think that most of this is a, on a case-by-case basis, I don't think most of it is a race racist issue, racial issue. I think that black men being uh, killed by police is a cultural issue. It's a, it's a big issue because the t- statistics shows that black people are getting killed at a higher rate and black men specifically are getting killed at a higher rate than police. And so I think the racial issue is across the whole spectrum as a one-on-one interaction i'm not sure i'm likely to believe that most of these police officers ain't trained well and i think that the systems that they are in are systems that tells them to be in the black community more i think some of those systems tell them that black people are a little bit more aggressive to you you know what i'm saying i think those systems tell them that they have to be this way so i don't think the races when we say you know this is a race related issue i think people are waiting to see like you're never going to see a police officer say hey that's why i hate black people pop 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 <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah. they never gonna see they never gonna jump out the car and say hi nigga die pop 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 that's never gonna happen if people are waiting for something like that to happen to say this police officer was racist you're never going to get it no I think the racism lies within the system. It lies within telling them police officers you need to be in the black community more because you're going to have more of them interactions with black people then. I think it lies in the people who, when you see pictures of the civil rights movement and those young officers that's letting dogs go on people, they either captains now or whatever the highest ranking police officer now mm-hmm. or they just now retiring. Those are the men that said, hey, they might be a little bit barbaric some of them say that don't get me wrong i ain't saying all of them say that you know what i'm saying and so a lot of the racial issues lies within the systems even if they don't lie within the individual that's how you can have a system that has good people in it but they are perpetrating bad acts because the system is dictating that they be in these situations these circumstances that's what systemic racism means it means you can be a good-ass cop in a bad system but if you're a good-ass cop that bad system gonna say don't tell on that man that did that bullshit 
or sweep this up under the rug. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we get in these situations. Over and over and over again. Tyree King also got shot. This is a 13-year-old boy that had a little uh, BB gun. Apparently, they was going to check on a robbery, and they saw this young 13-year-old boy, and he started running, and they shot him in the back. Clearly, there was no way for them to know he was 13, but they say he weighed like 100 pounds. He was tiny. He was like four feet tall and weighed 100 pounds. You know what I'm saying? Like, So, he was more than likely a child. Yeah, more than likely. But... I think the problem that shows is that it plays into that American dynamic where we aren't willing to be an ounce of responsible in America as it comes to guns in the Second Amendment. We're saying everybody should be able to have a gun. Everybody can carry a gun. But we surprised when shit like that happened. When the kids have guns because they're trying to emulate greater American society and then something happens like they're playing with a toy gun that, mind you, a company made to look very real. And we're not even willing in American society to hold that company accountable because the private sector is supposed to have all the freedom that they want to do these kind of things. And we we surprised when that shit happened. Like it's a whole slew of white people, older white people that probably ran around with them little toy pop guns. The cat that, guns that yeah, actually made the that smoke. That made the sound yep. and the smoke coming from it. They yep. smell like gunpowder. Like that's essentially what these kids are doing today but we get shot for it and it's justified you know what i'm saying yeah. like i don't know i don't understand it's just too many problems and too many inconsistencies with these systems and change has to come from the system and i was telling people at the end of the day oppressors are going to oppress if every black person stopped getting shot tomorrow, it's not going to change that oppression lies in education, that it lies in legislation, that it lies in schools, in county states. It's not going to change that. That shit is everywhere else. Police brutalizing black people is just the only place we can visually see it. The way that oppression changes is that the oppressors have to say we can't do this shit no more or we don't want to do this shit no more or we really genuinely want equality you know that's the only way that shit gonna change i mean i really don't want the ones that we can see to exist you know yeah but that ain't gonna fix oppression and the same thing for kneeling or not standing for the national anthem and people talking about you know have you heard the third stanza of the national anthem it don't fucking matter they can change the national anthem to who let the dogs out tomorrow. <laughs> it ain't going to change the reasons that people was protesting that shit. Yeah. People don't want to stand up for America. It ain't about the song. It ain't about the flag. It's about the ideals and the shit that's on paper, but what we actually have. Yeah. Cuz we ain't got the shit that's on paper. Hell no. We got fuckery basically. Whole lot of it. It's crazy though. It's very sad. Oh, it's ridiculous. What can we do? What do you think we can do? Shit, I have no idea. I wish I had the answer. Well, I'm taking my black ass to work tomorrow. Hell yeah. Shit. Seeing my clients. <laughs> yep. I'm going to get off. I'm going to do gonna... this paperwork. <laughs> I'm coming and playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> feed Kingston. have to feed him. He'll, he'll have his own uprising if I don't feed him. I don't know. I mean... 
there are solutions, but if we think that rioting, which rioting, I think is from the the opportunists of the communities. Yeah, like in Ferguson, they close off the border of those communities because people come from the outside to loot and riot. I don't think that represents the bulk of what's going on. Like the media, you yeah. know kind of puts it out there i think most of the people are people that just want their voices to be heard and a small fraction of those people are violent you know like if something happened today in birmingham like this is is 150 200 dudes in Inslee like man i'm going straight <laughs> to this place i'm going straight to galleria mall <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm gonna get me some t- i'm going to, i'm going to t-mobile's bro where you going man i'm going to best buy like there are people in the community that are like that yeah. that's not everybody yeah and i just hate the idea that riots and protesting and highlighting the negative parts of those things are used to invalidate the movement you know what I'm saying? It's used to invalidate the message. It's like we can't even get to the message because of the reasoning that the message is going on. It's the same way as when Colin Kaepernick first didn't stand up for the uh, national, anthem. national anthem. It was, why are you not standing? Well, I told you why I'm not standing, but you don't address the why I'm not standing. You just address, well, you should stand. stand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You should stand. And that's all it is. You can't riot. You can't protest. You can't peacefully, you know, kneel or not stand. You can't ask the question. Like, I, I'm just really, really close to just believing that white America's just trying to avoid saying we don't believe y'all issues exist for real. And so in order to avoid having that dialogue, we just use any other kind of excuse and reason that we can find to avoid it. Because I'm saying you should stand, motherfucker, quiet as a motherfucker now. Not a word. Exactly. Since these shooters have happened, but that's Where because that's because they should have they should have did what the police officer said though. You know they shouldn't have been moving around. Like these people have this strong idealistic view of if you just do what the police officer say, it'll always go the way that it's supposed to go. And nigga, TV shows, <laughs> movies, ain't nothing ever portrayed shit going the way that you wanted to go when it comes to police officers. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you? as a white person fit the description of a murderer you know what i'm saying and they came to your house and they said hey you random white person you've been convicted of murder come with me what are you going to (laughs) do sure okay Okay, officer officer. (laughs) i'll come right with you we'll settle this the old-fashioned way in the court system you know what i'm saying like you're not going to do that your natural instinct is going to be to say wait a minute i ain't killed nobody i ain't a murderer that is gonna be, and you know what? That's your ass is resisting arrest. <laughs> Don't resist arrest. That's how easily these things can turn into a situation. A uh, merely me saying it wasn't me. Oh, okay, you resisting arrest. You know? No, I'm telling you, it wasn't me. Exactly. Get out of your car. What for, officer? Oh, so you're not gonna follow my orders? Why you want me to get out of the car? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like that ain't went too well for my brothers. <laughs> exactly. Like we need some answers. You know what I'm saying? And I got pulled over by a police officer the other day. I improperly passed somebody on the right. Which the only way you can ever pass somebody on the right is if you have if you can legally have both cars next to each other driving down the lane. 
That's the only time you can legally pass somebody. You can't pass somebody in a turning lane. You can't pass somebody on the side over where the grass is <laughs> to get by. That you can't. And so he pulled me over. And, you know, I don't really have anxiety like that. I might have talked about that on the show before. So it don't really bother me or whatever. Not because I don't know something can happen. It's just because I think I might have an unhealthily low level of anxiety in a lot of instances. <laughs> when I should have it. But... I just noticed so many white people were riding by just looking like, uh-oh, is it finna happen? Uh-oh. <laughs> Black person, police officer, dun-dun-dun. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I saw. Like, they was breaking their necks looking. And I don't know if it was, uh, I'm finna get me a good show or, <laughs> oh, no, is this gonna be another one of them situations? But he came up to me and he said, you, he just told me you can't improperly play blah 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 can I have your license I don't know why he didn't ask for my insurance or registration or any of the other the stuff the last time I got pulled over they didn't ask for my insurance they just asked for my license maybe they connected maybe they connected to your license or something mm-hmm. I don't know but he just asked me for my license and he came back and he said I had every intention of giving you a ticket when I saw you pass on the right but he said you said one thing up there that made me realize it'll probably be better for me to just help you understand the context of the law because I told him I said everybody at that spot does it I just thought it was a known thing that they do because of the size of the bridge and I just didn't think it was it was an issue and he said well you know everybody does do it the sign isn't where it's supposed to be to show people that they can't do it right there mm-hmm. the sign is way back so when people get off the interstate you don't see a sign that says don't do this yeah but it's not legal to do and just because everybody don't get pulled over for it just means that we don't have the manpower to pull over everybody that's just gonna pass a car improperly on the right but he just schooled me about the law and just said because of your driving record which you had a speeding ticket in like 2004 then i'm just not gonna write you a ticket i'm gonna give you a warning you know but i'm gonna let you go and then we shook hands and then i went on about my day he went on about his day you know, but I'm not naive enough to be able to use just my experience and say, hey, if you talk to the police officers <laughs> nice and if you respect them, then you won't have these issues. It ain't that way. If he had a bad ass day yep. or a fight with his wife last night or he just pulled over an aggressive ass black dude, that could have went wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just might have been a happy ass dude having a happy ass day with a happy ass life. And I'm just a pleasant motherfucker myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of variables that go into how these situations can turn into nightmares for people. At least you actually did something wrong as opposed to being told that you were following too closely when you fucking weren't. Even if I did something wrong, even if I passed that car properly on the right, got past them, did a donut in the middle of the street, took off, and then the cop came up to my door and I said, what's up, ass face? I shouldn't get killed for that shit. No, you shouldn't. You (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) There is a system. Police officers are there to enforce the law. And the law says a lot of different shit. You can't be like, I'm going to enforce the law when I see you doing wrong. But when I got to tell you why, I ain't going to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or when I shouldn't ask you to get out the car, but I feel like it because you being disrespectful to me, I'm going to ask you to get out the car. But ain't no reason like... You got to uphold the law on all fronts. If you're going to make me uphold the law, you have to uphold your own law and the standards that you have for yourself in that situation. Officer, ass face. <laughs> but that's, and that's the thing. Like, I treat everybody with respect. Give a rat's ass who you are. I even treat people that done treated me like an asshole with respect just because that's my character. 
That's who I am. I ain't gonna treat nobody rude just to treat somebody rude. I ain't even gonna treat a mean cop rude. I'm gonna do what I do the same way that I always do it. You know what I'm saying? I just wish I could do. I wish I, but I just wish black people who aren't me don't have to be a caricature of themselves to try to avoid getting into trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it have to be. Uh oh. Because when I get pulled over, I put my I, before when the cops pull up, I go ahead and get went. Cause I have this fucking. I don't know when I I know when I'm finna get pulled over. I just know it. I'm like the cop. If a cop pull over, if a cop get in the lane until I said, okay, that's me. That is definitely me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I get my wallet out. I pull my licenses out and my insurance or whatever. I roll my window down. I put those things in the seal. And I put my hands on the steering wheel. That's all I do. And I put my phone. I put my phone down. I ain't. I don't record shit. I don't like recording stuff like that. So I just put my phone on my lap just to show them that I ain't trying to be intimidating. I ain't got my phone here nowhere to record. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just my process. Don't guarantee it's gonna save my life at any point. But I don't know, man. It's just. It's just a lot of shit I got to think about when that happened. Yeah. When them lights flash. You know, is is a problem. Um, Shawty Lowe died. <laughs> <laughs> Not by cop. <laughs> Not by cop. Shawty Lowe was in an accident. I I know this makes me an asshole. Cause I saw everybody else be like, "Oh, Shawty Lowe." I just remembered that he had like forty-seven kids. Like. That was like the first thing that popped up my mind. Like, damn, all them kids lost their dad. Oh, them baby mamas is gonna go at it. They trying to get some of that estate. Well, I have no idea how much he was worth. (laughs) Because I don't. I remember he tried. He was trying to get that show, and then people uh, were upset about it. All my baby mamas, or whatever the fuck the name of the show was, showing him with all. Is it like it's like eight kids with seven women? Could have been it's called my commitment bullshit. issues. <laughs> All my commitment issues and the results. So people got upset and that got shelved. The show got shelved, so they didn't do it. So I don't. Was he still like doing music? Like in it? Like, you know, a lot of them artists be behind the scenes doing stuff. Like Soldier Boy produce a lot of music. I mean, he like send a lot of people a lot of beats and. Make sure that it's a, so. It's a lot of people that are making songs that Soldier Boy has produced their music, mm-hmm. and but you ain't heard Soldier Boy doing a lot of stuff lately. So Thank God. I don't think we know what a lot of these rappers do behind the scene to have a consistent income stream. I, the last thing I remember really from Shawty Low was that whole beef he had going with Ti. I don't even remember that. He had a beef with Ti because like um, a some. Uh, a line in his song was referencing that T.I. wasn't really from where he said he was from and then T.I. made a line. It was like this real passive aggressive mm-hmm. shit. But I remember that. That's really it. And then big ups to all my haters because I, I don't even remember what the song was. Don't know. I feel bad. I- <laughs> Why do you feel bad? Is it because he dead? Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't give a shit about it prior to. Like I don't. I remember that song. Then why should you feel bad? Now that he's gone, I don't know. It just people die. Like I just have a sympathy for them that I didn't have for them in life. <laughs> I'm a very, very morbid person. What was that? Song? People die. 
Shit, I can't remember. I, I remember Big Up to All My Hater in that song, but anyhow, um, I am watching American Horror Story, the sixth season, the My Roanoke Nightmare. I know you don't watch it, so you have no fucking clue what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, fuck that shit. It's not even scary. Look, I, See, that, people that watch scary shit always say it's but, not scary. Okay, but You have a different compass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch scary things, though. American Horror Story is like one of my exceptions. I'm not a scary movie watcher, but I like the storyline for American Horror Story normally. I ain't really here for season six, this Royal Note shit, this whole... Because here's my thing. The whole story hinges upon them living in this house in the middle of nowhere that's got all of this fuck shit happening i cannot relate to that because one i'm not gonna buy a farmhouse in the middle of nowhere because that farmhouse just looked like slaves went there to get murked they just looked like one of them houses two at the point where like weird shit started happening i'm out i don't understand this i'm not gonna let these people run me from my fucking house yeah you can run me out of my house do some weird shit have me thinking there's some supernatural shit going on. I'm out. I'm gonna stay. The, the, the show would end real quick. It'd be one episode. Some shit would fall when nobody wasn't around. And I would move out. It would be quick. But anyhow, uh, Angela Bassett was in. She's been in a couple of seasons. She's in this season. And they put Cooper Gooden Jr. in this season. And I saw a meme that made me realize something. So, Boys in the Hood. Was happens in I think ninety one early night very early nineties like the beginning of the nineties and Angela Bassett played Cooper Good Junior's mother. Now here we are in twenty sixteen and she is playing his sister convincingly. That's just amazing. Like she don't age like a fucking vampire. What was the what's the age difference? Do you know? I don't know. How old is Cooper Good Junior? I think Angela Bassett in her fifties. And I would say Cooper Take Gooden a guess Because we're going to find out Late 30s Early 40s Maybe So about 20 years Yeah Let's see Cooper Gooden Jr Omar Gooden brother <laughs> uh, What You remember him from uh, What was it Wild and Crazy Kids No What is that You don't remember no. You don't remember that show on, uh, on Nickelodeon? We had we didn't have cable for a long time when I was a kid, so we did all this Nickelodeon shit people be talking about. I don't know most of it. Cuba <laughs> Gooden Jr. is forty eight. Damn. <laughs> now let's see Angela Bassett. So was she closer to his age when she was playing his mom? I guess so. What the? Maybe fuck? they just made her look older. But she didn't look that old. She was like a young mom. She fifty eight. She ten years older than him. Just look old then. I think it's him looking old, not her looking like she looks young. I she think, do look young. Yeah, she playing his sister, but she playing. Well, she look his a mom. little young, and he look a little old. Yeah, and I think <laughs> it meets up somewhere there in the middle. But so in Boys in the Hood, she had him when she was ten. Yeah, <laughs> in real life. But she could be a ten year old sister though. A sister that's 10 years older than him Yeah she could be But like is, is she oh, his oldest sister Cause he helping take care of her I, I think she may be his oldest sister But not by that much in the show I don't know And they're the re- So this is why I'm not here for the sixth season The show Is like a reenactment Of like actual events Not real events But it's like one of those shows that like Magnify 
Well, it shows a reenactment. Like the whole show is a reenactment. So you have two sets of two sets of actors for each character. You have the the person who's supposed to be the real person, and then you like Angela Bassett is the actor doing the reenactment version of it. So there's a black woman who's the real character, and then there's Angela Bassett who you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, the show is set. Up, it is the show is a reenactment of actual events but it wasn't actual events but that's the way that it's set up it's it's a weird and i get that they're in the sixth season so they had to try something different i'm just not really here for it the only reason i'm even still watching it is because i'm doing recaps of it and in order for me to recap it i kind of have to watch it but i just they all this white folks shit no offense to my white people but white people are the ones that are usually in movies and shows and things that go investigating shit. Cooper Gunn Jr. Them going around like in the middle of the night knowing that weird shit didn't happen. Investigate. Going down in the basement and shit. The fuck I look like? Whatever's in that basement gonna stay in that basement unless they come up here. I'm not going down there. I don't give a fuck what it is. No. What I look like? Midnight going in the basement. Nah. And I heard some shit coming. A pig? What the fuck? Nah. It'll stay down there. I'm not going down there. But they're constantly like going and investigating shit. And it's just like, the fuck is you doing? What's wrong with you? For what? I don't understand. I'm not with that shit. It's really not scary. Like I, I'm I'm telling you, it's not Well, scary. if if it's not scary, it's a misrepresentation of black people. Yes. It is a misrepresentation of black people. <laughs> Cause every time they like And I don't like reenactments. Like one of the they have horror is in the title I know. and you telling me it ain't scary <laughs> right <laughs> now this season isn't because it's just like ghosts i don't know it's not scary Listen, i'm a big dude my heart ain't set up just for a mere <laughs> elemental surprise okay but that's the thing it hasn't been any like <gasps> it ain't been none of them moments not yet i don't i can't speak for what's gonna happen but so far it's just been I've been sitting in my apartment watching this shit like, what the fuck was that? Like, not like scared, but like outraged at how stupid they're being. Angela Bassett brought her daughter, a young child. Oh, she's married to Otis. Have you seen The Temptations? Her yeah. husband, that, the guy that plays her husband is Otis from The Temptations. But she was like, actually, Angela Bassett's character was a cop who got Ain't shot. Ain't nobody come for you, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> she got shot in the line of duty. And then she started taking pain pills and got addicted to them. And then she like was high and on her beat and got fired or whatever. So she moved in because the house was doing crazy shit and, and the wife was scared. He, he's in an interracial relationship, by the way. Coop Gooden Jr. is. He's married to a white lady. But she moves in to like, I guess, help watch her. I don't really know. But anyway, she brings her child to this ghost ass house. And the child makes a imaginary. Let me just say this: my kids are not allowed to have imaginary friends. You can't help that. Watch what I say. You gonna get out my house? You <laughs> and your imaginary friend. <laughs> she got an imaginary friend named Priscilla, and Priscilla and told her first. She told her that ain't even realistic. A young Pris- girl with a damn imaginary friend with an eighty year old name. What? But that's the thing. This is Roanoke, so this is the shit that happened back in the the 1500s. Oh, that's why her sure. name is Priscilla. So Priscilla told her that she was gonna give her a bonnet, them little bonnets they used to wear in the 1500s, if she would, if they would help her stop the blood. Bitch, what? So if my daughter tell me that, we out. No, you don't even talk to Priscilla no more. What the fuck? No. So Otis comes to get the little girl. 
because he has full custody of her and she didn't ran out she had this thing where she run and hide shit so they find her in a closet she talking to priscilla again this time priscilla told her everybody in the house is gonna die and they're gonna save her for last bitch what then that's, why are you still talking to priscilla priscilla sound like a crazy person so oldest take the child away and he was like she ain't coming back to this house like somebody would he the only person would come since like i'm not bringing my daughter back out here the fuck is this angela bassett goes and kidnaps the girl and bring her back to the house what kind of fucking parent are you you know that this bullshit going on in this house you know that y'all are creeped out and weirded out and y'all are experiencing all of this strange shit you go get your daughter because you 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 want to have her around after she didn't did this weird shit so the characters that are reenacting mm-hmm. they ain't supposed to have this sense of fear because they know that they reenacting stuff well it's no they're reenacting like they're they're reenacting real events but as actors no <laughs> so oh the whole premise of the show is reenacting something that happened before yes I don't know why I thought when you said reenacting they was just emulating what happened then as if it was a set oh, on no. the show no 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 this you mean is, that they're in they're they're in the flashbacks the re the people are telling the story of what happened to them and they go and do like a flashback the same way if you oh, watch okay, crime okay, okay, shows okay, 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 as they're it. telling you what happened they show you what happened they're the so they're the people reenacting whatever the the main folks are so saying. they actually are doing the shit they actually and are emoting doing the, shit. the way that the people yes. originally would because yes. they okay yes so the fuck you bring her back in the house with Priscilla for? How that makes sense? Mischaracterization. Like what the fuck? Like again, my, I, you ain't having no imaginary friend. Cause I don't know what your imaginary friend telling you. And every kid and every movie that I've ever seen that had an imaginary friend, whether it was the Sixth Sense talking about fucking he see dead people, or whether it was the little girl in Hide and Go Seek and Charlie, cause her dad had multiple had snapped and had a, a second personality. And she, I ain't got time. You ain't having no imaginary friend, cause I don't know what you mean by that. See, what's gonna it may happen, not be actually imaginary. What's gonna happen is you gonna make this kid suppress their imaginary friend, <laughs> and it's gonna become a bullshit ass second personality that your ass gonna have to deal with, <laughs> just cause you wanna let them damn project their inner thoughts out onto the world. Look, every time I have seen a child have an imaginary friend, the shit ain't as imaginary as they make it seem. That's because it's an imaginary world that you've seen it. I ain't got. Have you dealt time. with a real child with imaginary friends? Nope. And I ain't good. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit you will ever experience ever. Ever. In your life. I think it's just a way for kids to talk shit to their parents. <laughs> and my imaginary friend said this broccoli ain't good. <laughs> my imaginary friend said we should be able to have some ice cream. It's just a way for them to, you know, externalize what they want, but they are too damn scared to ask for it. That's what how it is with some people. I I've know. seen too many creepy things with imaginary friends that are not again not actually imaginary. Like hide, I'm sure you haven't seen hide and seek. It's a good I movie. Seen hide and seek. You saw it. Yeah. So you see. I saw it at the very beginning when they scanned across the wall and showed his psychology degree, trying to make us feel stupid as hell. And <laughs> trying to make Charlie it seem like him. Trying to make I I hate them movies that have <laughs> one of those personality 
disorders mm-hmm. where a person is one person one minute and the other person another minute it just really allows you to be able to do whatever you want with the movie yeah especially like secret window oh yeah and that like put a person in the place of where it, where it is to make it seem like it's been another person yep. the whole time but it end up being fight club did the same shit yeah like, i don't Pitt like shit like imaginary that. the whole he was never real yeah i don't like Spoiler alerts, motherfuckers. I know y'all done heard the spoilers at this point, but... Hey, oh, these movies are old as fuck, but... I still don't like spoiler alerts because I ain't seen a lot of old movies. Well, we I ain't even seen Fight Club. All y'all. I ain't even seen Fight Club. Well, I just but fucked I know that up this, for you. I done know this for years. <laughs> oh, okay. I've <laughs> known for years what it's about because people don't respect <laughs> if you ain't watched the movie in a certain period of time. Oh, okay. I'm in a group on Facebook. They kicked this dude out. He had a spoiler alert for Star Wars like the night it came out. Oh, nigga. Now that's too much. You doing too much. He the kicked, night they it came out, out. I'm sure they did. Act the like he didn't know what the problem was. But yeah. Uh, hide and seek. How you you know that this is your dad and yet you still talking about fucking Charlie? I was mad at her. I wasn't even mad at him. Because you knew this was him the whole time. And you just sitting here acting like Charlie is a whole different person knowing that it's your daddy the whole time. That's what I said. That's the movie. That's the writers wanting you to be confused until the very end. And I was because I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't know who Charlie was. That got me and um, Sixth Sense got me. I really did not realize he was dead. Like until they revealed it. I was I didn't realize. Then when I went back and watched it I was like he sure was dead the whole time. <laughs> Makes sense. So no, no imaginary kid. He was just the most logical dead person. He was. <laughs> he was. The dead person that didn't know they was dead. Yeah. Whatever. But uh no imaginary friends. Shit's not allowed. I'm just not I You're can't. You're not gonna be able to stop it. Well, listen. I'm gonna do And my if best. you try to stop it, what's gonna happen is they just not gonna tell you and then they're gonna start <laughs> okay, talking to themselves. Hey, look, I I wanna know. You can keep it to yourself. That's cool too. <laughs> I don't need to know with Priscilla or fucking Charlie. I don't need to know with your that that's your friend. You so gonna let these movies fuck up your relationship with your child already. You ain't got one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that's between you and your friend. I don't need to know what your imaginary friend you is do, saying. Because you need to know what they real friend saying. <laughs> <laughs> your real Real friends, absolutely. <laughs> but this imaginary bitch, mm-mm, I don't want to know. See, you gonna have fun trying to explain all that shit to your kid <laughs> if they the age that they have an imaginary friend. Have fun with that. <laughs> and this little girl was a little old for an imaginary friend. How old is she supposed to be? Her daughter's like eight or nine. That is Ain't up that there. A little old for an imaginary that friend. That is up there. Let's like, start moving into different levels of cognitive functioning. So you talking about Priscilla, like having full blown conversations? Fucking no. Mm mm. Hmm. No. <laughs> Interesting. But that's all I got. <laughs> I got uh Robert Pittinger. This motherfucker. This is a uh, a stupid ass from Charlotte, North Carolina. He's a congressman. Who basically said that white uh, black people are just mad at white people because they successful and they not? Oh, Robert, Bobby, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> Bobby, come on now. Listen, man, ain't nobody jealous of no damn white folks. Ain't nobody mad at white folks because they successful. We mad at white folks if you have to put it that way. <laughs> Because white people have throttled 
success for everybody in this country. White people have created a system under which everybody can't succeed at the same rates and with the same opportunities. The problem is that white people have used brown, black, different color skin as a reason to treat people differently. And you know what? Maybe not the white people of today, but the white founders and the original white politicians and legislators and the same people that created the, the preamble, the constitution, all of these different documents, they didn't have brown people in mind. I don't understand how you can't see how people might not be happy with that shit still continuing today. But I promise you it ain't because white people just got more money. <laughs> it's a lot of other reasons for black people to be upset with white America and money ain't one of them. He's just an ass hat. Bringing my word back. He's an ass hat. And a dumb one at that. He Stupid is ass. a conditioned, brainwashed career politician. He really believed in the shit that he been spewing. And, you know, he came and he apologized. He I, <laughs> didn't I say this, was yep. this last week? Stop fucking apologizing, white people. You're not sorry. I cannot. It makes me so angry. You are not sorry. Stop that. You meant what you said. Just fucking. Just, you meant what you said. I'm so sick of these fake ass apologies that ain't apologies. You're not sorry, sir. You said that with so much fucking conviction. You meant what you said. You're not sorry now. Please stop apologizing for the shit that you actually mean. He was like, well, I just meant that failed policy has put them in a position to, you know, feel this way and yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Please stop this Apollo line. I just, I get, I would respect you more for standing by what you say. Then coming back because people got mad at you and and making up this bullshit. The fuck? I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. You're not sorry. Like, And don't insult my intelligence thinking that I'm going to be like, oh, he didn't mean it. No. Every time we have the discussion, it make me think of that episode of Family Matters <laughs> where the cousin came into town and got Eddie and Steve in trouble <laughs> And Carl Winslow asked him, are you sorry? He said, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Winslow sent his ass packing. But that's what I've been saying. Like, he's like, I'm sorry that I got caught. Like, they don't say that shit out loud. But, but that's, that's what it is. Yeah, like, the fuck out of here. You meant what you said when you said it. For whatever reason, you thought when you said it, wasn't nobody going to call you on your shit. But then somebody called you on your shit. So now you're trying to fucking backpedal and shit. No, you meant what you said the first time around. So don't sit up here and give me this fake ass, phony ass, stupid ass apology. I can't stand that shit. Don't apologize to me when you don't mean that shit. Just say you ain't sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry on my fucking account. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rant for the week. I hate <sighs> that shit. Don't apologize me, y'all mean it. I'd just rather you not say shit. Just be who you are. Even if that person is an ain't shit ass fuck boy. I be just that. wish people would take take they take they shit. I wish they just take it. Like be who you are and just be willing to lose whatever the hell you'll yeah. lose from being that person. 
If you don't like black people, just come out and say, look, coon-ass coons. I don't like y'all because y'all are some coons. If you a Mr. Burn-ass motherfucker from Simpsons, just be Mr. Burns. That's who you are. Just be Mr. Burn. You don't give a fuck about other folks. Just be that dude. Just be that dude. That's who you are. Just be who you but are. if you feel that way, Take your losses with that. Yep. It might mean you can't be a politician. <laughs> because what you don't need to be is a, a politician that hate coons and you write legislation. <laughs> Get out of there. <laughs> it's not for you. Take your old ass on somewhere and die. Painfully. <laughs> From an anal anal implosion. We is that a thing? almost got through a whole show without you mentioning anal anything. And here we are. <laughs> I'm just saying, ain't that the most painful way to go? <laughs> I don't know, because last week you was talking about Mr. Steal Your Grandma. Every week you find a way <laughs> to squeeze this in here. And we almost made it. Well, do you know a more painful? I don't know, it just got to be painful. <laughs> Penis An explosion. explosion. <laughs> I hope that's not a thing. Jesus. Oh. That sounds painful. I would Anal imagine. implosion? Yeah. Somehow your ass just go all the way up into your intestines. All the way up. And it takes some skin with you too. Some meat. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Painful though. <laughs> some painful shit. What, what was them? Uh, what, kidney stones? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Is that the most painful? That's the most That's painful the thing most you experienced. Painful thing I've ever experienced <laughs> in life. And like I said, I've had women who had given birth, like without any kind of pain meds, that say they would rather have another child than have a kidney stone. So I, I figure I'm gonna be pretty cool if I ever have a kid. I should. That's be because after the kid come, you're filled with joy. What? No, I don't. No, think you know, it's like you have your kids, you holding your baby. Oh, sweet baby, and everybody that like gonna, ah. that, that ain't gonna make me forget about the horror show that just fucking happened to get you here. But I'm saying, after kidney stones, you ain't got nothing but pissing them stones into the toilet. Man, that shit is so painful. <laughs> like it's no constellation to having kidney stones. I would say ain't no constellation to having kids because you just get 18 years of taking care of your motherfucker. But that's what I was. Saying. You know, <laughs> let people with kids tell it. It's, it's some good stuff in there Let me just say this Since you said that <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers out here I, I'm 31 years old And I don't have any kids And I just wish people would stop acting like That's a reason to be sad for me First of all It's two things wrong with this Firstly You don't know if there's something wrong with my reproductive organs Maybe I have tried to have kids Or I've been told that I can't have kids And you're being an asshole right now By reminding me of that shit or maybe I see how bad your fucking kids are and I don't want to go through that. Like, I don't understand why it's people act like mother. Now, that's not to say, I, because I appreciate my mom and everything that she did for me. I Shout out to all the mothers out there. But some of y'all act like this is just the greatest fucking thing in the world and that everybody who doesn't have kids is missing out. Hey, listen. Some people don't need to have children. And I'm so grateful for the ones who realize that shit and don't reproduce. Because then I don't have to have your kids sitting on my couch in 15 years because you done done some fuck shit their whole life. So, please, please stop 
pressuring other folks into having kids because that's what you did. I'm glad that you happy with little Johnny and little Susie and, and your little family. And I'm so, so glad that you're enjoying that whole experience. But don't fucking try to tell me what to do with my life and my organs. Maybe I don't want to have no fucking kids. You don't know. Like, stop doing that. I just can't stand that. And I know that there are people out there who don't have kids and want kids because they couldn't have kids. And you're just being a bitch by saying, you know, when you're going to settle down and have some kids, you know, it's the greatest thing ever. You're being a bitch and don't even know it. So stop doing that. Please and thank you. I know how old I am. I'm very aware of, of the fact that I don't have any kids. And that is by design. So don't feel bad for me. Don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm good. Thank you. What is that? What? Don't cry for me, Argentina. A song from Evita. From who? Evita. What is it? Is it an opera? I don't know shit about no opera. Okay. Well, it's a song from an opera. Mm -mm. Madonna did a remake of it, I think. I feel like. Mm. I don't know. Don't really lie. But yeah, y'all stop doing that shit. Because somebody old without kids I mean I'm not old But older without kids Does that mean that you need to have Some kind of fucking intervention with them Like a come to Jesus with all of these mothers When you gonna settle down and have kids When you gonna get out my fucking face How about that Let's answer that first That's how it goes And you don't have to deal with this And this is what I be trying to tell dudes Because dudes are always like I don't know why women be in such a a rush To get married and have kids Sometimes it ain't them in a rush It's the motherfuckers around them that are in a rush And they just want them to shut the fuck up I'm going to tell you what As a 32 year old man without kids Have to deal with (laughs) Women asking me if I have kids And me saying no And then being like you know What the fuck is wrong with you then (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I've chosen not to have kids this long. <laughs> yeah, right, motherfucker. <laughs> like, that's what I get. <sighs> Be yeah. like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I guess they're both equally bad. And why do y'all, I don't know why people, don't be worried about my reproductive organs. Worry about your kids' snotty nose. How about that? They, they are face. all indicators of things, okay? They indicate things. You have one child at a certain age, indicate something. Have nine children at <laughs> a certain age. If you got nine kids and you 22, <laughs> and that, that is happen. an indicator of something. It you is. know what I'm saying? Either your commitment issues <laughs> is an indicator of a childhood of abuse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what is it? What is is uh, being thirty one without kids an indicator of that? I mind my fucking business. All the shit you just said <laughs> <laughs> that people stereotypically address with you when they shouldn't. Oh, They're indicators so of you supposed to want kids, supposed to have kids by this point. Why you ain't got none? Because I'm grown. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> tell I am got kids because I'm grown and responsible. <laughs> Even my fucking co-workers Like they'll be like You went on any dates lately And what they're really asking Are you any closer to getting married And popping out a child Don't get out my face And this leave me alone your business Your life is that fucking boring That you gotta live vicariously through me Bitch get out my face Leave me alone Like leave me be I'm good I'm good over here Me and Kingston are fine We're good The fuck then if I had a kid and I was out here partying every weekend, I don't. Why did she have that child if she wasn't ready? 
Which one do you want? <laughs> Not that I party because I don't like crowds and people in general, but I'm just saying. You want to talk about people who have kids and don't take care of them. Then you want to talk about people who don't have kids. <laughs> the fuck up. Just shut up all around, all together. I don't even know how we got here, but here we are. <laughs> no, no. I don't even remember. But we got here. We did. But, I mean, that's all I got. You got anything else on your mind? I think I've said plenty. <laughs> all right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.